0: your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. There's a hole in this country where its hard used to be. No glory is divided on fire in the street. They say building back better make America brave. If that's a wave of the future, oh, I've got to say. Stick your progress
1: the Welcome back to the John Whitmer day. Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. You can also listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and share The John Whitmer Show on Facebook and True Social. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay informed on all the latest show updates. Well, progress. (laughs) you got to love this show. Stick your progress where the sun don't shine. I love this song. So Biden's proposed new Title IX regulations make it clear they're coming for your children, basically. The administration ostensibly drafted the rules... To protect gay and transgender students from bullying, and I think we would all agree that we shouldn't be bullying or harassing any kids, but they do nothing of the sort. In reality, President Biden is handing teachers a weapon to subvert parental prerogatives. Joining us now to expose the insidious nature of the new policy proposal is Kaylee McGee-White, she is a visiting fellow with the Independent Women's Forum. Kaylee, thank you for joining us this evening. It's nice to have you on the show.
2: Thanks so much for having me.
1: Kaylee, I think we're all familiar with Title IX. It's a, it's a simple statute that outlaws sex discrimination in education. It says nothing about gender or gender identity, but the Biden administration wants to put its own spin on the law and redefine sex to include these new woke categories, correct?
2: Yes, that's exactly what um, the new guidance has done. is It has expanded the definition of sex-based discrimination to include um, sexual orientation, gender, and gender identity, which means now that um, schools accepting federal funding are prohibited from um, Preventing a student who identifies as a gender different than his biological sex from participating in an activity um, or using the restroom that corresponds with his gender identity.
1: And this applies to not just the restrooms. This is locker rooms. This is overnight accommodations on a on a field trip or a sporting event or you know a choir's going out of town for a concert any of those situations i mean this this change has far reaching implications ones that, that i mean it could that really could be used to keep parents in the dark on everything from curricular material to the fact that a child is is even even transitioning at school correct
2: Yeah, so you're right. It does have very far-reaching implications um, to, you know, this will allow men into women's restrooms, into women's dormitories, um, and it goes to the curriculum as well. Um, This is an anti-discrimination statute, which which means that the state is going to be using it um, to deny parental opt-outs of controversial issues that they might not want their children to be exposed to, like discussions about sexual orientation or gender identity. Um, Because it's an anti-discrimination issue, the state and the schools that accept its funding are going to argue that parents don't have the right uh, to opt their children out of those lessons. And it's also going to be used to keep parents in the dark. And, And this is already happening even without the Title IX revisions, by the way. But it's going to, you know, be used to continue to keep them in the dark about Social transitions at school. Um, There are many parents that I've talked to that have discovered that their child was identifying as a gender different than her sex because the teacher accidentally used um, the preferred name in an email or because they found a school document where their child was being identified by a different name, and, and the parents were never consulted on that. They were never asked whether that was okay. Ugh, ugh. Um, and this guidance gives the schools the right to do that.
1: And and just to make sure, uh, we're not necessarily talking about someone who's gone through gender reassignment surgery, maybe has gone through all – I mean, this literally could come down to somebody who just says, just comes out and says, I, I'm choosing to self-identify as an opposite gender, therefore that's all I have to do, and now I can – take advantage of this new policy correct
2: yes and uh, i mean this is part of the problem with the guidance is it's so vague that very schools broad. really have no way to determine um whether someone's supposed gender identity is legitimate um there was a mom up in alaska who actually her daughter was socially transitioned at school behind her back and she asked the school well how do you know that this gender identity of my daughter's isn't just Um, a temporary phenomenon or situation Um, and they said and they said well this is based on our observation of your daughter that's not an objective standard that's just a subjective observation that the teachers or educators have decided that oh she must be telling the truth about this Um, but there's no like guideline here um, of determining whether this is legitimate
1: Mm. We're talking with Kaylee McGee White, who's a visiting fellow with the Independent Women's Forum. The the One of the things that's, that's scary about this, Kaylee, is the courts have now gotten into this act as well. Uh, I saw a story recently that you tweeted out. Uh, by the way, if, if folks are interested, you've got a great Twitter feed. I follow you at Kaylee D. McGee on Twitter. Uh, but the courts, this is from a judge on Thursday who dismissed a complaint against the Montgomery County School Board in Maryland by parents... <laughs> who allege that the uh, school system's student gender identity guidelines violated their states and the constitutional rights of the parents. The parents said that the school's 2020-2021 guidelines for student gender identity were designed to work around parental involvement and that the guidelines enabled school personnel to allow children to, quote, transition socially to a different gender identity at school. Exactly what you've been talking about without parental choice or consent and the judge dismissed the complaint i mean we didn't even get to go to trial on this issue
2: yeah and so obviously the judge in this case is completely wrong and ultimately it is going to be up to the higher courts probably even the supreme court um to determine that because the supreme court has already ruled in the past that parents have the ultimate right um to raise their children according to their beliefs and, and according to the way that they see fit so long as they're not doing, you know, physical, bodily, or emotional harm to their child. And right now, all of this, um, you know, gender ideology is undermining that statute, um, that reasoning that was put into place by the Supreme Court. So ultimately, that's where this is heading. Um, we're, we're just kind of waiting for that case to make its way up, um, or for someone to bring that case. And it's only a matter of time before that happens. But. You know, in the meantime, there are thousands of families across the country who are going to have to deal with this the hard way.
1: Yeah, the scary thing is here, schools will likely be able to use these new Title IX anti-discrimination mandates to justify denying parental opt-outs to, you know, force, for lack of a better term, kids into lessons that parents may not want or may not even know about that's the thing that scares that I think is scary here and in many places schools are already claiming legal authority to do this right
2: yeah absolutely and the thing to understand here is that this is very intentional um the way that gender ideology has really taken root over the past five or so years because this is a very recent phenomenon um is it spread socially among children often you know vulnerable children who have who have struggles with anxiety or depression or feeling out of place, Um, that's why you see so many young girls today succumbing to gender ideology uh, versus what scientifically it it used to be. You know, gender dysphoria has typically been among young men. Um, And now you have all these young girls um, succumbing to gender ideology simply because they become friends with, other young women um, who are experiencing the same sorts of things. Um, I've talked to dozens of families across the country whose children have been sucked into this um, ideology and and they'll all say the same thing is that these kids did not come up with these ideas themselves. Um, They got them from friends at school, they got them from the internet, they got them from teachers or educators who were teaching them about these things in the classroom. Um, Kids don't wake up one day and and think that they're transgender. It's not how it works. Those ideas are placed in their heads. And the entire point of the, the statute that Biden is passing with this Title IX stuff is to make sure that parents can't get their children out of those conversations. Um, So, you know, it it really is a weapon of indoctrination is the best way to think about it.
1: Well, and the sad part is here, and don't get me wrong, I do think there are some teachers that are predatory and trying to push this ideology. But I think there are also some teachers that are honestly just trying to help kids and may see a kid that's struggling and maybe just trying to, quote unquote, support them, not realizing that this child is just confused and, and not actually transgender for lack of a better term
2: yeah absolutely and and you know that's a good way to put it but also in those situations uh, you know the position to take would be to um defer to the parents parents. yes
1: yes thank you Um,
2: like and and so if you're deliberately going against the desires of the parents on an issue as important as this one um I mean, really, there's no other way to think about it other than that you are ideologically motivated.
1: Yes. And it's in my opinion, it's borderline child abuse. It really is, especially when you're cutting out the parents. That's the key here. That's when it crosses the line from you being sincerely concerned to abuse, because ultimately the parents are the ones who should be at least involved in the decision, if not making these decisions. Uh, Kaylee, again, I appreciate you joining us tonight. Your Twitter feed, like I said, it's where I found that story from Maryland. It's Kaylee, K-A-Y-L-E-E, McGee, and that's G-H-E-E. If folks want to follow you on Twitter, I highly recommend you've got a great Twitter feed. Thank you uh, again for joining us this evening, and, and carry on the fight.
2: Yes, thanks so much for having me.
1: We're going to pay a few bills when we return. We'll take your calls. Man, these guys are patient. They've been sitting on hold the entire time. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.